All right, Springfield's Morning News on WMAY. I'm Greg Bishop, and now we connect with Tom DeVore. He is an attorney, and uh, he's been pretty active in filing lawsuits to challenge COVID-19 orders. You also remember he was the Republican Attorney General candidate, but did lose to the Democrats' Attorney General, Kwame Raoul. Uh, Tom, thanks for taking time with us this morning. I saw something on a uh, Facebook group. Uh, about uh, COVID vaccine mandates for Department of Corrections employees. What's the status here? And tell us about this email you got. And I have it pulled up here, but I have it uh, slightly censored with the name being removed. Uh, But tell us the latest on what's going on with COVID vaccine mandates for Illinois Department of Corrections employees. Well, we still have a case pending in the Southern District, uh, or not the Southern, in the Southern Illinois in the Fifth Appellate District regarding that whole issue. But... I made a few phone calls to some lobbyists last night, and what it appears is that AFSCME, who did a horrible job representing uh, these men and women over the last few years, was, you know, figuratively speaking, bleeding membership. And so they went to the legislature and went to some people in their lobby and stuff, and they've got the vaccine and uh, testing removed from the requirements of the Department of Correction employees, notwithstanding that the governor's executive order is still in place, Greg. So it, it goes to show you that it was all a ruse before. They don't care about the governor's executive order. It was a pretext. But governor's executive order now is just being ignored by the Department of Corrections. And as of January 10th, the vaccine and testing requirement for all DOC employees is gone because their, their union is trying to patronize them so they don't keep losing membership. This uh, email that uh, I did modify slightly just to cover a name up, but it says, after careful consideration, the COVID-19 vaccination requirement for all correctional staff has been suspended effective yesterday, January 10th, 2023. The department will continue to monitor the situation and adjust its measures accordingly to keep employees and individuals in custody safe. Weekly testing for unvaccinated staff still required. IDOC strongly encourages vaccination of its staff and individuals in custody to minimize the risk of uh, uh, posed by the infection of COVID-19. So, I mean, you had people fired for not complying with this. Is that right? Yeah, there were people fired. And there also, I heard from, again, my my friends yesterday that are pretty high up in that organization, that they're starting to call many of them back. And what they're doing is they're sending them a correspondence saying, okay, we're going to reinstate you, be here on Monday. And if you don't show up, then you could potentially be terminated. But but they're, they're trying to do some CYA is what they're trying to do, because they see that not only is the law going to change, the politics of this are changing significantly, Greg. And and, they're, you know, the chickens are coming home to roost. And now you've got all these people trying to save their bus. So we, of course, have this case ongoing. And uh, I assume you're going to you're going to keep at it because you have people that were injured by being fired for not complying with this covid vaccine mandate. Yeah, we've still got, again, right now in front of the 5th Appellate District, we still have a case pending on behalf of my Department of Correction employees, and we're not going anywhere. Well, we'll definitely be watching that closely. Again, we're talking with Tom DeVore. He is an attorney, and he's been instrumental in challenging COVID-19 vaccine mandates, mask mandates, exclusion policies. Uh, You remember all of that. We've talked with him plenty of times, and I imagine we'll talk with him a whole bunch more. Uh, Tom, we've got just about one minute left here, um, but uh, we've been talking extensively uh, about the gun ban and registry and the magazine ban. You've got Illinois State Rifle Association, Second Amendment Foundation looking to sue. Uh, You've got Gun Safe Life looking to sue, uh, the firearms dealers are looking to sue, uh, but all those cases seem to be going into uh, federal court. Uh, what are you looking at doing? We're going to do both. I think there's very compelling 
state court issues here to deal with, especially with some equal protection and some other constitutional issues. And so right now we're working on both of them. I'm probably the only one working on a state court action. I think it can be very effective. But again, we're going to do both. Uh, the federal court is, again, crystal clear. The new cases that came out of the Supreme Court recently, I think, make this law clearly violating federal constitutional principles. I think the state is violated as well. So we're working on a case for both the state and the federal court, state court first. If people are interested, they can go to DevoreLawOffices.com and read what we're doing. And if they want to participate in that, they're free to do so. Tom DeVore, greatly appreciate you taking the time. We'll talk again soon. All right. Be safe. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. It is Springfield's Morning News, now 8 o'clock. Who calls next? SPI Studios. Take the easy way out. WMAY-FM, Taylorville. Springfield's News and Talk is 92.7 WMAY. Here's the latest from ABC News. I'm Justin Finch. The White House on the defensive over two batches of classified documents found in private locations connected to President Biden. One said found in the garage of his Delaware home. Well, it's incredible, actually, uh, with all the talking that they did. That's the reaction of former President Trump in an interview on the Mark Levin radio show Thursday. Trump also had classified